0: Hey, no name-calling here. Just differing opinions going head-to-head. With CounterPoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.
1: I'm Alex Pearson. Good to have you here. It's time for our our CounterPoint. we got them all lined up. we got Anthony Fury, who you can read in the Sun Post media. He's a columnist, also a national comment editor. Hello.
0: Happy Friday to you, Alex.
1: Love it. And, of course, the boss guy, Jason Chapman, executive producer here at Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hello.
2: Hello, we're going to take some scores, and at the end I'm going to win. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you'll take some shots, but you you might miss. Uh, let's start with a story that, i got to be honest, it's, it's not that exciting to me, because I don't really talk about Trump all that often, but we uh, have the Mueller report out now, and I'm sure Jim Acosta right now is still freaking out about it, but um, it neither convicts, and it doesn't really clear Donald Trump, but there is certainly enough gray area that uh, he will uh, feel victorious. Here is his response to the Mueller report this morning.
2: They're having a good day. I'm having a good day, too. It was called No Collusion, No Obstruction.
1: All right, there you go. Uh, so, no, there is no collusion, uh, without question. That, that And that's what this was based on, so there was no findings of that. The obstruction of justice, it was never really... Um, There's so much gray area with this, Anthony. I think it's going to give enough people just kind of... For those who are critics, it will give them enough to feast on for a while.
0: Uh, Yeah, for sure. Only in that, you know, Trump's this kind of... uh, Look, even if you like the guy, you can't deny that that he's not a a sort of petty guy and a very self-involved guy. So he sees people going after him. He goes, I don't want that. I don't want that to happen. I want to push it away. I want to shut it down. But to what, what they concluded, what Mueller concluded, and what Barr and Rod Rosenstein concluded is if there was no original crime... How can there be an illegal cover-up right. of that crime? So is is Trump sort of petty and now he's, oh, I don't want this Mueller investigation and so forth? Sure. If some Russians magically passed an envelope that said, oh, Clinton looks bad, Trump would be, oh, great, okay, make Clinton look bad. But this original idea that he is somehow, you know, Vladimir Putin loaned him $20 billion to build a Trump tower at subprime rates and, you know, there's IOU, you know, Vlad owns you now and so forth. It was always a joke. I mean, the idea that a guy who's so, so... Uh, believes himself to be king of the world and is now leader of the free world, that he would allow himself to be a puppet of Vladimir Putin, a country that the economy is contracting. So, I mean, it was always a joke idea in the first place. So, I, I'm not surprised to find that, you know, there's some shady gray areas, but ultimately the dog doesn't hunt.
1: Yeah, uh, but nonetheless, this is two years, Jason. And for whatever uh, shortcomings or faults Mr. Trump has, at the same point, this was two years of 24 7 cable news coverage uh, in that country.
2: Yeah. Okay, I know Anthony went to the extreme where, okay, we didn't find that Donald Trump was sleeping with Vladimir Putin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some great JPEGs that, did the rounds on that, though.
2: I, I, if we're going to hold Justin Trudeau to account. <laughs> we haven't yet, is have is we? Jody Wilson Raybould, <laughs> yeah. then we better damn well hold Donald Trump. Let me read the conclusion. But, but hold on a
1: second. No one has held Justin Trudeau to account, he's still there.
2: Oh, I think that uh, James Philpot has held him to account, and we'll see what the voters do as well, and Parliament can do what it chooses when it wants. But I'm not going to fully get derailed on Justin Trudeau, but, like, the, the conclusion of the Mueller report is damning, and it says that the president, I'm going to read a line literally from the summation, <laughs> which I don't understand wasn't put out in the first place, why Trump's stupid attorney general had to put out a summation when there was a beautifully surmised, piece on this 400 page document that says if we have confidence after a thorough investigation of the facts that the president clearly did not commit obstruction of justice we would so state but while this report does not conclude the president committed a crime it also does not exonerate him guys he was Mueller wasn't allowed to do his job he wasn't allowed to look and see if trump and putin are sleeping together because there was obstruction but he can't say it so Jason, two
0: years, re- money, people, dozens of people.
2: Oh, you have to spend money to the bottom of this. So the the, the money thing is red herring, Anthony. The president of the United States has run obstruction. Maybe it was with Putin. Maybe it wasn't. We don't really know, and we don't know all of the redacted pieces in this. World. Listen, sir.
0: So how can you know he's done obstruction, but you can't know the particulars of it? Because
2: of the conclusion of the Mueller report, Anthony. After two years of investigation, he essentially says. If we knew that he hadn't obstructed, we would have said so. We can't say that because he didn't let us do our job. And you know what that says to me? There was obstruction in this investigation. Well, okay, but okay.
1: That's let us let, go back. Go. This was always about collusion with Russia, and there was no collusion with Russia. That we already know. So that was always what it was about. And so they're saying uh, what on uh, Donald Trump. And far be it for me to defend the guy, but Donald Trump. Of yeah. course, he didn't want an investigation because he's like, I didn't do anything.
0: And when he says, I'm, I'm af, I'm screwed on this. What he means, and and what when you read the subsequent sentences, he's going, Oh man, you know, I hear this drags down your presidency. You can't do anything. These abuses by process. Oh, geez, I don't want this thing. I wish this thing would go away. I wish we could shut it down. I mean, this sort of sloppiness. And look, I'm, uh, Trump is incredibly sloppy on all fronts. And it's unfortunate we always have to say, what does he really mean here? parses words. He could be more precise on all of this. But that is not grand slam dunk obstruction of justice related to collusion.
1: It was never about obstruction of justice. That became an issue because he didn't want anything looked into because he knew he didn't do anything. But a- having said that, clearly it's not going away. <laughs>
2: I don't think that, listen, I'm sorry I called the Attorney General stupid. He acted stupidly. <laughs> okay. That was mean of me. I'm sorry. That's so, okay. That's okay. Anyways, I still find it a damning report in the end, and I'm glad that most of it's been put out there, because I don't need a proxy to explain it to me. I needed what I saw today. And the debate will go on and on.
1: Well, of course it will. There's 24-7 news to fill. Um, Let's talk a little bit about uh, beer. Um, Because last week in the budget, we knew that the Ford government had pledged to break the beer monopoly, which I'm all about. It's good Mm -hmm. to let beer go into the corner stores. But we get a report from CBC, which I would say take with a grain of salt. Because... You know, it says that we could be paying hundreds of millions of dollars in penalties and premiers to go ahead with this and break that monopoly. That, of course, Jason, would be a negotiation being done in the public. So they can negotiate that down. I'm not comfortable with spending hundreds of millions of dollars. I'd say let this thing ride itself out. Put craft beer in the corner store from for now on. But again, um, are you loving your beer so much and you want the corner stores to have have it that you would be wanting to pay hundreds of millions to get out of this deal?
2: Now, stop. Stop right there. Sorry. We are going to fully agree on this. I, I don't need Molson in my corner store. That could stay in the craft beer <laughs> store that I don't personally go to anymore because I'm a downtown elite. Oh.
1: I, yes. I knew it craft, about you.
2: <laughs> let the craft beer store. You, you, you nailed it, Alex. Don't fight this fight because the beer store and the beer conglomerate have more money than we can even imagine. They have a lot to lose. They have here. billions. They will fight this. Yeah. And so, yeah, let the craft brewers sell in their local corner stores. They don't have distribution network yep. like the beer store has. What they got is a guy with a pickup truck who can yep. drop it off at the whatever we replace Max Milk with now or the, the independent corner stores. I, you, you're brilliant. That's the, Thank that you. is the right approach.
1: Thank you very much. I'll take that. I, I actually I got to be honest. That, to me, would make far more sense. So, yeah. Like I, I'm not a beer a monopoly person. I don't go in those stores because they're stinky and wet and dirty. Um, but again, I would also say... Also a
0: downtown elite.
1: I am a downtown elite. There you go.
0: <laughs> and, and you know I, I do not at all I do not at all doubt that there could actually be hundreds of millions of dollars of penalties because the beer store would be very good at negotiating these contracts with the government and I I've, I've said for years that the beer store is what I would call another an otherwise criminal enterprise meaning if the government wasn't approving it this would be a thing where people would go to jail for oh here's the real collusion going on. I mean you you just cannot Well how they act-
1: got that deal to begin with is beyond. Yeah the like basic fact collusion.
0: that this thing exists where yeah. there's uh, a quasi-near monopoly owned by uh, two or three different foreign brewers out there. I mean, this is a wild thing that should not be happening, and and if private enterprise got together and did it independently without uh, without the government's approval, they would be incarcerated for it, but it's just because they have the provincial government's blessing that it's somehow a legal operation. So I'm not surprised to see that not only is the whole system uh, kind of rigged against us, but that there's a contract that means we're doubly screwed if we even want to get out of that system. So I entirely believe that there are these penalties, and, and I think uh, both you. You guys are right that let's let's do what we can to uh, fight the power while this co- contract is still in place. And then let's phase it out.
2: Yeah. And the beer store never showed craft brewers any love whatsoever. No. Right. So I, I, this, this is a chance to really get it right. Yep. And, and hats off to Doug Ford for walking down this path, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah,
1: Doug, 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 Doug listen. So, Doug, here's what our recommendation is. You, you go with the craft industry. They make better beer and uh, yeah. hey, it's Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a win. Get it in the convenience stores. Um. By the way, I should probably ask, because I didn't really put this on, but this to me is such a no-brainer, this pharmacy announcement, to have, pe- ha- have people actually have a choice of going to their pharmacist for some medicine, opposed to going to the doctor. I think that was a genius move.
0: Yeah, yeah I, 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 I mean... Terrible move. You do? I, you, you, I, I Only do. you
2: would I, say that, I, Jason. You know, that's, that's true. If you listened earlier to our science station in Toronto, Ugh. Alex, you would... Have... A medical doctor, Brett Dalchets, which you use an awful lot, mm-hmm. sounding the alarm. And why is he sounding the alarm?
1: Because he wants to bill for it, yes? Sure. <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
2: oh. <laughs> global News has done some incredible investigations. Most pharmacists are great. Not all are. And I'm just not convinced that some won't see this as a chance to make more money without any check and balance.
0: Same for doctors, you have, though, Jason. The, you the, you, you can prescription shop that. with doctors.
1: Yeah you, you can you can doctor yeah you can prescription shop with anybody.
2: Have the, the doctors have much more many more eyes on them and this is what we have learned about the pharmacy industry. There are very few checks and balances. They're a self-regulating industry and I understand that uh, that uh, doctors have their college of physicians and surgeons that sort of protect them. But in the world of pharmacies there's it is self-policed completely. And so most will, will, most most will do this perfectly. And I'm going to add one other wrinkle into it. I'm not convinced that pharmacies are set up properly not right yet. now, not yet, to do this. And but it's so, only
1: a handful of illnesses. Like I'm telling
2: you, when, well, when I heard the, I heard Christine Elliott say it was something like flu shots for kids at yeah. like whatever age. You, I understand that it's it's not. Uh, I'm not saying it shouldn't happen. I I hope it's not rushed.
0: Does you can get sense? a. F- you can get a flu shot in a no frills now. Yeah. I mean, if you yeah, can do Dr. that, K- friend, if they can inject you with drugs in a no frills, I mean, I think anything should be
1: possible. Jason, if you can get a rash cream for your rear end, I mean, that will really help you next time at the pharmacy, no? Oh, <laughs> I'm
2: kiss just my saying. Rear end. You can kiss my rear end. <laughs> right, I ain't putting any antibiotics on it, so then you can kiss it, all right? <laughs> there you go. I, I'm a fan.
1: I'm a fan. Uh, this report came out um, late today in what we like to call a nice uh, news dump for a holiday weekend. And I can see why it was like kind of a late day story. Um, But uh, the provincial government intends to allow municipalities and developers to pay a fee in lieu of taking certain actions to protect species at risk. And so in other words, what they're saying is instead of taking precautions to, let's say, wrap trees or protect the trees, um, you know, they would pay a fee and then you know.
0: (laughs) You know when you pass a development site and there's not that much going on but there's this tree and it's got these big walls around it. It's it's like the ugliest tree ever. And you're like, what is this? This is like some tree shrine?
1: Well, they, they they, they save the trees, they get rid of the old beautiful architecture. But nonetheless, so the developers would be able to pay a fee and whereas the province is saying, let's Make sure that the, the trees are protected, but at the same point, we're better off making sure we do the research and, and make sure the trees are safe and healthy rather than, you know, plant a whole bunch of new trees. And I get a little nervous on this, uh, Jason, not because I have a a bad uh, taste in my mouth for, for all developers, but we certainly know there are bad apples. And once you've given them license to to go at it and you know, cut those trees down, they will... <laughs>
2: I'm going to demand that on Monday and maybe Tuesday next week, when people are paying attention again, that our stations continue to talk about this. This is an important reform that you brought up one point. The other point is the idea of endangered species. Yeah. If there's an endangered species, instead of spending money to protect the endangered species, as I understand we do right now, uh, the the proposal says, you know what? Let the species die out. Let it
1: we'll die just, out. We'll this run over her... them with the, uh, with the, uh,
2: the backhoe the thought on this. I, you can save money. The, the the budget that we saw come out last week from the province made some very significant cuts to what I think are incredibly important programs, but they're not full on malicious. I mean, we're making some significant cuts to how much we provide to public defender programs in Ontario for the courts. That's huge. This just seems reckless to me. Well, I don't want to get hysterical
1: because we don't ha- we don't have all the facts, and I mean, everyone's kind of so knee jerk.
2: We got today. So well, that's... we're going with that. Like. I mean, they, they are saying we'll just abandon aban- uh, endangered species. Essentially, yeah, I'm not I'm
1: not sure right? I take that spin, but I do think they need to be careful.
0: Here's the facts: we've got a growing province of, of Canada's three hundred thousand newcomers a year. Quite a lot of them in the GTA. The communities are growing. You know, there's a whole bunch of areas near near Toronto, even within the uh, the Toronto perimeter, other cities where there's a whole bunch of wildlife if we're going to have more human beings, we're going to have to be expanding a little and people are going to be, animals are going to be pushed out of their natural habitat. They're saying instead of instead of stopping that specific thing from happening, you can put money into a bigger fund. So you go and you fund other things that are happening in another part of the province to help out these animals, like this whole beautiful place called Northern Ontario, which is not as populated as Southern Ontario. And, and I think when Elton John sung about the circle of life, I think he had that in mind more than, more than, <laughs> you know, <laughs> us saying we fine. have to put up barriers where we can't even uh, you I just, know, grow in the GTA. I,
1: I just think you got to be careful. Because if you give them an exactly inch, the so, some of them, though, but we know, we've read, the story, we've read the stories where they come in in the middle of the night and these beautiful 100-year-old oak trees are, were there yesterday and it's like, where'd they go? Oh, imagine they fell overnight somehow. I just think they've got to be careful giving free license to, to the mowing down of trees.
2: Uh, I do too, and we do need to have a conversation. I know this is going to drive everybody crazy who drives to suburbia. We don't need to take up as much land as we're taking up. We, guys, Anthony, your point is wrong. <laughs> I, literally, you do not need to continue to take up more wildlife. You need to make smarter houses and you need to make narrower house, houses like we used to.
1: Excuse me, Please. I share my house with a family of six raccoons that poop all over my <laughs> patio. And by the way, I, I'm very nice to these raccoons, but they uh,
2: <laughs> I do share my you. space. We can be nice, we can share our space, but we don't. Uh, homes with 50-foot frontage, guys. We, we don't... And I I, I don't have 50-foot frontage. Got like, I've got like <laughs> a know, foot. You just said we're going to need to keep... A lot of people do in Ajax and in Pickering and in There We take up a lot of space, and we have to really think about that, and I know that I'm going to get... A you want to clear-cut but... Ajax. <laughs> you
0: say, <laughs> let this one little red-tailed fox go free. Clear-cut like an entire... Uh, home district. That's from like the nineties. Yeah, there you no, go. <laughs> put up giant towers. Joni now, Mitchell wrote it, a song about people like you.
2: How many Tony, <laughs> How many references to songs are you going to make tonight? <laughs> I got them all. <laughs> he's yeah, he's uh, the Just Anthony, wait till I start singing Gino, Gino Vanelli. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, we need to be smarter. We need to actually take be good stewards of our world. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, maybe that's like a fundamental thing of the. Well, like, yeah, we also need housing.
1: We do need housing. World. I'm just so. saying, let's find a happy medium. Save the fox. Save the trees. Just be very careful. You know.
2: Kumbaya, my lord.
1: <laughs> All right,
2: uh, I'm, gonna let, I'm, l- I'm
1: gonna let you both go. You get gold stars for joining oh, me on this both. haul, and I, I I, I will talk with you on Monday about the trees. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you me and, and your uh, beard. We
2: will meet under the Johnny Appleseed. Package. I've
1: got, I've got to talk about walruses committing suicide next. So that is the, uh, <laughs> that is the Take story. Cares.
0: <laughs>
1: There's another song. Oh, boy. Jason, thank you very much. That is Who the Hell is Jason Chapman, by the way. That is him. Who the hell is Jason Chapman? That is Jason Chapman. And uh, Anthony Fury. I appreciate it, both guys. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Goodbye.
1: You're on point on Global News Radio.
0: You're listening to On
2: Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.